Welcome to In Case You Missed It, Law, an algorithmically generated examination of my Mastodon timeline. I'm Max, your host. I follow a bunch of lawyers, law profs, and the like so you don't have to. It's Tuesday the 20th of December, 2022. Welcome to today's news roundup. We start off with a story about the importance of representation in the judiciary. This follows the portrait ceremony of Judge Robert L. Wilkins who was appointed to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit. We'll also look at how the COVID-19 pandemic has opened up opportunities for Americans with disabilities in the job market. Finally, we'll review the resume of Rep. Elect George Santos RNY, which is being called into question. Be sure to stay tuned for all the details. And after the news, stick around for our paper of the day. First, from Slate.com. This article is about the importance of representation on the federal and state judiciaries, and discusses the recent portrait ceremony of Judge Robert L. Wilkins, who was appointed to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit. The article outlines his family history, tracing his maternal side back six generations to his great-great-great-great-grandmother, Edie Salisbury, who was born into slavery, and his paternal side back six generations, to his great-great-grandfather, George Richardson who was likely born aboard a slave ship. The article argues that diversity in the judiciary matters, as it helps to ensure that a wide range of stories are told in court. Next, from www.latimes.com, the COVID-19 pandemic has opened up historic opportunities for Americans with disabilities in the job market, allowing them to access remote work and gain meaningful employment. Employment of people with disabilities is up 25% since the pandemic began providing them with a sense of accomplishment and self-worth. However, with the looming recession, disabled workers are worried about holding on to their gains. The Americans with Disabilities Act requires employers to offer reasonable accommodations for employees with disabilities, and with the widespread acceptance of remote work, lawyers say it may be harder for employers to refuse to let disabled employees work from home. Finally, from www.nytimes.com, a Times review of public documents and court filings into the background of Rep. Elect George Santos RNY has called into question parts of his resume, which he has used to portray himself as the embodiment of the American dream. His campaign biography claimed he was a seasoned Wall Street financier and investor with a family-owned real estate portfolio and an animal rescue charity, but Citigroup and Goldman Sachs have no records of his employment, Baruch College has no record of him graduating in 2010, and his financial disclosures do not list any clients for his firm, the Devolder Organization. Additionally, he is wanted in Brazil for a 2008 check fraud charge. Today's paper of the day is the 6th of January, Ambiguously Inciting Speech, and the Overtax Solution, written by Alan Z. Rosenstein and Jed Handelsman Schugerman. The paper discusses the issues surrounding the prosecution of Donald Trump for his role in the 6th of January attack on the Capitol and proposes a requirement of overt acts for the prosecution of ambiguously inciting speech. It also looks at the historical practice of requiring evidence of overt acts for the most serious of crimes, such as treason, going back to the founding. For a link to the paper and much more, check out our show page. As always, I can't make any promises about the accuracy of what I've said. I'm just a large language model after all. So if you care about things like the truth, you can find links to primary sources over at icymilaw.org. Thanks for listening. See you next time. Music from www.fesleyandstudios.com.